Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Marianne Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Welcome back. It's so lovely to have you here with me again on the podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about what is the best social media channel to use. I was recently interviewed on the IOPO, the Institute of Professional Organizers, in their Facebook group with their members. And it was a Q&A around social media following a course that I've launched for the IOPO and professional organizers all about social media confidence. And one of the questions that came up is, what is the best social media channel for me to use? Now, I hate to be that person, but there was no straightforward answer. So there's so many social media channels. We know that Facebook has been around for years. Instagram has grown hugely in the last decade. There's LinkedIn. We've got TikTok that everyone's talking about. Pinterest that continues to grow and and do some really great things. And then some of the smaller, more niche like Twitter, Clubhouse, if it's still even sort of working, Be Real that's emerging at the moment, Snapchat that was doing phenomenal things until Instagram wiped it out. So there's there's a lot of clutter in the social media landscape. And in my uh, podcast recently about the barbecue effect, you'll also have a lot of people telling you what you should be doing. And, and that can get really confronting when you go down one pathway and then you hear, you know, other people's opinions. So when you're looking for your business about what social media channel is going to give you the best results, my first piece of advice is to lay your foundations. Who is it that you're talking to? Who is it that you're marketing to? Who is it that is most likely to buy your product, your services, engage with your offer? We really need to start there before we even think about what's trending, what's hot, what's being talked about, what, you know, what's the latest fad. When we think about our ideal client, we want to build a really clear picture in our mind. What does this person look like? How old are they? Are they male? Are they female? Are they non-gender specific? Are they all things? Do they live in cities or regionally or is that not relevant? Are they international? Are they married? Are they single? Are they, you know, at a life stage where they have children or a life stage where they're retiring? What do they want and what do they need? And, and you know, this is where we specifically think about pain points. You know, what what are they hoping that they will get out of working with you and, and how can you bring value and a solution to their life that's going to going to benefit them? So part of this work also then leads us to see where are they? And when I think about where are they, I think about where are they working? How are they commuting? Where are they on weekends? What do they love doing? And where are they on social media? And when you have that clear ideal client profile or one or two in your mind and the where they are on social media falls out from that, You have the first piece of your puzzle around what social media is best for you to use. 
So when we think about where your ideal client is on social media, it can, of course, really come into their demographics. But I want to take you through some stats first, because as I mentioned, Facebook's been around, it feels like for a million years now, you know, it is it is our original social media platform. And because of that, it gets written off a lot as, you know, uh, not engaged and, and not effective. From September 2022, socialmedianews.com.au is where I always look up my social media Australian stats. They report that Facebook has 18 million active monthly users. Now, the Australian population off the top of my head is between 26 and 27 million. So 18 million people are active on Facebook, active, not just have a profile, active. So they log in and they look at it. Now, the landscape of Facebook has definitely become more passive. We might not see the comments and the likes, but we certainly see the clicks and we certainly see the conversions. So thinking about that, 18 million active on Facebook, there's a high chance that your target market is active on Facebook and Facebook's a social media channel you should be exploring. When we look at Instagram, it now sits at 10 million. So it's just over half of Facebook, but still it's it's just over half. Whereas we place so much importance on Instagram and for certain definite graphics, that's going to be right. But it's really just important to see that, you know, of that 26 million, 10 million are active on Instagram. So again, in many cases, your your demographic, your ideal client might be on Instagram. We come down to LinkedIn and it's much smaller. It's at 6.5 million. Now we know LinkedIn is fantastic for B2B um, and, and, and professional-based conversations or professional-based services and products. So 6.5 million there. And then when we come down to TikTok, which is all the rage. 1.1 million active users in Australia. So 26 million people-ish, don't quote me on that one, 1.1 million versus 18 million of Facebook, you know, um, 6.5 million LinkedIn and 10 million on Instagram. So although we're hearing a lot about TikTok and there certainly is opportunity with TikTok for different demographics, it's really nice to to look at the data, as I love to do, and just use that as a point of reference. So thinking about, you know, th- that those data points where the bulk of people may be, and then thinking about who our ideal client is. So, you know, I could confidently say if you're looking to engage with a, a client base that might be, you know, maybe 30 plus you're definitely going to find a lot of that primarily on Facebook and Instagram. If you're looking for a younger demographic, so say maybe 16, even to sort of 35, I do think you're going to find a bulk of that on Instagram and obviously on TikTok as well. I I, I think that TikTok is reaching pockets um, of of older demographics as well, Uh, but I think the younger demographic is really active on there right now. And that is very typical of the evolution of every single social media channel. 
I can I can tell you from you know 12 years of, of being in digital, there is an absolute pattern where uh, you know the majority of people to start on a channel are younger. And then as parents come on to supervise and as grandparents come on to, you know, see the photos and leave adorable comments, those younger people then flow into the next big thing. And then we sort of follow along. And if you've been on a bit of a journey with Instagram, certainly in the last five years, you'll have seen that when Instagram started. And I've reflected on this before, my niece telling me in sort of, 2013 or 14 about Instagram and me just what wiping it away no don't need to know about it not interested Facebook is everything and I think within two years then we were heavily invested in Instagram and certainly you know over the last five years our, our clients planning priorities are really Instagram led so um you know I, I do believe we may see that with TikTok in the next you know five years the challenge with TikTok is you really need to be a face to camera or creator based brand or offering to succeed. So as opposed to Instagram and Facebook, where it's a bit more visually led um, in terms of you can use, you know, stills and you can use uh, images of product, beautiful product imagery. Uh, TikTok does really lend itself to one-to-one conversation, um, face-to-camera type work uh, to creators, you know, using their your product and giving an honest, hands-on, rough and ready look into what your product is and what your product does. Uh, whereas, you know, Instagram continues to be more polished, although we're seeing that start to move away a bit more. Uh, you know, I preface that or, or I go back to that and say all channels favor video now and that will continue to grow. So, you know, I certainly think that a video led strategy for Instagram is going to give you the best results, but there is still, I think, more capability within Instagram to, to not just be face to camera as, as on TikTok, I believe you need to be just face to camera to succeed. And that brings me to, I guess, another really important point when you're looking at the best social media channel to use. Uh, I, again, number one, believe you need to lead with where is my ideal client? You know, there's no point being on a channel where your ideal client is not active. But further to that, where are you most comfortable? There is never going to be success in trying to align yourself with a channel that either feels completely inauthentic for you or you are not confident or capable to create the content that that channel demands. And every channel demands different content and you need to be really, I guess, honest about are you committed to creating the content that that channel requires for success Is there someone else on your team or someone you can contract to or a face of the brand you can engage that can create that content for you? And, you know, and if not, you know, what are the more effective channels for you or is there a strategy where you use ads on certain channels uh, where you can't commit to the volume of content that's required and, and you know, do the volume of content on the organically on the channels where you feel most at home. And then I guess lastly, you know, with all strategy, with all decisions, 
it's continuing to test and measure. You may set out on a social media strategy, uh, you know, taking in a couple of channels and, and create a content plan and a content approach. But it's really critical that you continue to analyze the impact that that's having on your business. So, you know, leaning into the analytics of each channel and then if possible, leaning into deeper analytics via something like Google Analytics to really break down by channel where your conversions are coming from, whether that's inquiry, uh, whether that's, that's you know, actual sales, uh, if you've got a product-based business or bookable services, and, and really then making decisions based on that data. If, you know, all your conversions are coming through LinkedIn, but you're also doing Instagram and TikTok, maybe it's a decision to just go all in on LinkedIn and, and you know, either leave the other channels behind or put the other channels into a bit of a maintenance strategy. I will say I also recommend sort of focusing on about two different channels um, at a time. It, it, it's so, especially if you're doing it on your own, it's so time consuming to manage multiple channels and it's so critical that your content is designed and created per channel. It's very hard to repurpose 100% the content across all channels. Um, you know, you can certainly replicate tweak and push out per channel, uh, but there are, you know, certain content types that are just unique to each channel. So focusing on about two channels, I think, gives you an opportunity to be where your ideal client is, to have a comparison of data, to analyse and make decisions on, and can help you to feel less overwhelmed and, and less in control. So although I can't tell you the best social media channel to use for your business, I hope that what you've got out of this is a framework to analyze and, and go out and test and measure and learn. I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. Feel free to DM me on social media or um, to, to send me an email and and really tell me, you know, what what social media channels are you using now? What are you seeing that's performing for you? What's surprising you? Uh, and and you know, what did you try after this episode? And and how did you go? And I hope to see you soon. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it. Be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to MarianneAmys.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.